<laughs> and you've heard Rob, our favorite guy in Morristown, which is out in the valley. We've talked to him on the show before because we passed by his sign that says, uh, uh, Welcome to Morristown, where the bull is free. <laughs> and the other side of the sign... I've got all kinds of time today. Like, I can definitely pencil in a free hug if you wanted one. He's advertising free hugs. Oh, great. This guy, I mean, and then, and then we got word of the other business they have going. We got the camel toe and tow truck, and if you get it wedged in, we'll pull it out for you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These we, guys. This guy, well, this, this guy. guy. And we just happened to have taken a road trip the other day. Uh, this is our first interaction with Rob in person. So Rob, is this actually your car? Yeah. <laughs> I hope you get that done. Garage, the garage, the garage. On Alfred Road in Morristown, Nova Scotia. Black, head to toe, skin is like coated in oil, jeans coated in oil and dirt and, and all kinds of stuff. He's Rob's the mechanic there. He looked like he'd been swimming in oil. Yes, the jean jacket all coated in oil. This car is comically ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't think you'd mind us saying that. Like, I mean, from a movie, ridiculous. Even as he tried to move it 10 feet, it stalled twice. <laughs> and made it made that <laughs> sound. Yeah, I, I can't just wash these all the time. I have no clothes left. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Gett, can you go, go over just why the hell are you so dirty? Well, see, I have to be dirty so my boss thinks I do something. So, <laughs> like, if I looked clean all the time, he'd be thinking, yeah. why am I paying this guy? I mean, I do have to ask, how often do you wash the, the jacket? Well, Never. I forgot it in the trunk of my car once, and then I washed it before I put it on this year. <laughs> this year? And that car is this car. That car is that car, yes. That you drive every day. Every day. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. And she gets you there. Every day. Does she have a name? Not really. Melody? Can we call it the Melody? I, I, I don't know if that's a good thing. My girlfriend might not like that. <laughs> what would you? How would you describe this car? What kind of car is it? That's a 1958 Chev Biscayne. It's finest quality automobile. Looks like everything on it is, is original. Just about. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us about your air miles program, Rob? Well, at the grad chair, after you're done paying your bill, we offer our own air miles program, which is exclusive to the grad in Morristown. And how it works is when you come to pay your bill, we take your money, and then you fly the f out of here. Thought so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other side of the sign says you offer free hugs. I'd ask for one, but... I, I got a clean layer on under this jacket. <laughs> no, I didn't come here to not get a hug. I'm getting a hug. Can I have a hug? Do you want you want the clean hug? No, I want the, the dirty the hug. hug. Oh, yeah. There's the <laughs> We're full up on the bull so if we yeah. need if we need a tow, we know to call too. Yep. Or even licensed to hook if you look at the front of it. Camel towing licensed to hook. Yep. You got her, nothing but the best. Have you had many calls since your uh, your Halifax radio debut here? We've had a couple. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll yep. take that. Yep, no, we're definitely a little bit more famous than we were to start with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well hey, we you got you got paying customers, you better get back at it. It's alright, I let the bill roll. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Rob. Yeah, well, thanks for stopping by. That's yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. It was, I don't know who it was cooler for, him or us, but. It, it's, he's, he, we need to give him the title, Nova Scotia's Most Nova Scotian Man. <laughs> 
I wouldn't give him that much credit. <laughs> hey, we're the Reclaws. You're listening to Melody and Foreman on Hot Country 103.5. You're listening to them. We're not. I do sound a little bit rough because I'm sick. Oh, yeah. you I, never get sick. I never, when I, and I, when I do get sick, it's bad. Yeah. 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 When it finally hits me. You sound extra manly. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> I generally, you- I usually don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now my whole family's been sick and, and repeated COVID tests are revealing it is not COVID. It's no. just a cold. It's just a cold. We all get colds. We all get colds. COVID is going, COVID's going around quite a bit actually. But yeah. It's, uh, well, here's Dr. Lisa Barrett actually. It's gone up. And I want people to think back six months-ish when we thought that 5% of the tests being positive was a big number and now it's way beyond that into the 20s and 30 percent. So what that tells you is that virus is everywhere in the community right now and it's not stabilizing. It's going up. That's for the entire Atlantic region, not just Nova Scotia, but still. Yeah, still. Not not great. A little scary, but you know. When you don't wear your mask and when you're in a mall or whatever, that's what happens and this is what happens to me. (laughs) (laughs) Are you like so many men though and when you get sick, it's like the world needs to stop. Do I have to prepare for it doesn't need a man to stop. cold? Uh, no. Okay. No. Well, look, this is, I'm, this is, I'm telling you, I never get sick. So when I do, it's bad. I just <laughs> won't. <laughs> okay. It's just, when you do, it's just a little worse than everybody else. Well, <laughs> that's not what I mean either. All right, man, baby. <laughs> just, I'm heavily medicated and I kind of feel like I'm floating. <laughs> So. Should be a good show. Yeah. <laughs> Halifax schools and buses open and running. Everything's good to go. Oh. They've also preemptively said they welcome your feedback, and you can always tell them what you think about their decisions. You know they've had to do that right away because they're ready for everyone to come at them. And by everyone, I mean us. Pretty much us, yeah. Because we came at them last time. Yeah, also... <laughs> Country 1035's Pro Cycle Road Warrior. We are getting a lot of snow. We're going to check in with Eric. What do you see this morning? Hey, I am up in the Fall River area, and there is absolutely zero visibility out here. Oh, oh no. That bad, eh? Oh, yeah. I'm driving a truck, and I tried to get out before the storm, and I'm coming around to go back home to Sox. I mean, I'm a truck driver. I drive through a lot of snow, but this is bad. Well, if, if that's coming from you, then <laughs> that tells us all we need to know. Yeah, thank you so much. See an issue? Call Hot Country 1035 at 902-425-1035 and be a Pro Cycle Road Warrior. Yes, and thank you, Pro Cycle Road Warrior Sarah Fitzgerald. She let us know that there are lots of canceled flights at the airport this morning. I mean, when you call the uh, information line, we get this. There are no school cancellations to report. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. We're Melody Informant in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. As people are sending us their text conversations with school bus drivers saying... That the buses are being pulled off the roads. And I'm seeing some people on Twitter saying the same thing, but I'm not seeing anything official. So did your kids go to school on the bus, Leanne? They would have, and I drove to the bus stop and realized that there's people walking away from the bus stop, and it just so happened that I was able to take them all the way to school, but they would have been sitting on my front doorstep as I came to work at 
the hospital. Yeah, that's what drivers were being told. Our our bus actually did end up taking uh, my two girls to school because they got other parents at. basically yelled at him. Yeah. yeah, he was told and he was going to. He'd already picked everybody up and then he was going to go and drop them all back off again and be on his merry way. Because he was told to. So whoever made those decisions told the drivers they have to bring the kids back to where they picked them up from. And not everybody was so fortunate to have their bus still get basically uh, berated into bringing their kids to school. Marley Lambert on our Facebook said, I was waiting with my four-year-old and one-year-old. She only found out buses weren't running because luckily a lady drove by with her teenager and told her that there were no buses. Like a stranger driving by. Come on. Yeah. And this is all you get if you call uh, the info line. For Monday, April 4th, all schools in HRCE are open. However, transportation service providers are not running. We sincerely apologize for this inconvenience. Also, Joseph Giles Elementary will be closed today, Monday, April 4th, due to a mechanical issue. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye. Thanks. Thanks for the information. Thanks for that. Yeah. And, you know, some people on Twitter are saying, oh, big deal. It could be worse. Look at other places in the world. And, I, you know, you can say that about literally anything. This is a big deal. Some of these kids are four, five, six years old. You can't just leave them on the side of the road by themselves when nobody's home. No. All parents want to know is that their kids are safe and you assume they are when they they're going on that bus. I just don't. It seems like somebody decided while buses are already out, picking everybody up. Hey, you know what? We're not going to continue. So just go. Everybody go home. Yeah. And take them back home. Why would you do? just take them to school? Then at least you have all day to figure out how to go pick them up later. Exactly. And I don't know whose decision it was, but I have a feeling that HRCE is going to get a lot of heat for this, even though they probably had nothing to do with it. Do we owe Tim Hortons an apology? Because we called one of them on Friday morning. We thought it, we thought it was an April Fool's joke. <gasps> is the conveyor belt drive-through real? Yes, it is. Come on! Come on! It's not a joke. How does it work? It seems like you need to put somebody's order on a tray, yes. send it up above your heads, through yeah. the roof overhang of one drive-through lane, That's down right. a column, and out to the second drive-through lane. That's Exactly right. You got oh. it. Why are you asking me? Why? Why are you? Why are you pulling our leg? This oh can't be God. real. It is real. You've seen it. How what? much of a bonus are they paying you to stand by this line? <laughs> um, no, she's real. She really works. She's fine. I named her Bob. <laughs> ah, Bob. Yes. Right. Co- common name for females. Yeah, a female conveyor belt. Yeah. <laughs> That was Carmen at the Tim Hortons in Tecumseh, Ontario, which is the only location supposedly testing out this conveyor belt double drive through format, allowing team members to send a guest order over the first lane so two lanes of guests could place orders at the drive through at the same time. And that made us think even more that it was an April Fool's joke, because why Tecumseh, of all places in Canada, is the tester for this? Just a weird, random place and one location, and it only made news last week, and like, really, guys? That's ridiculous. Turns out, we're ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, we knew that already, but also we were wrong. It's real. It was real. Tim Horton's actual April Fool's joke was having double-double scented dryer sheets. And I wish that was real. Which is obviously fake, but it should be real. Yes. So, we talked to Carmen last week. We'll see if she's there this morning. I hate being wrong. Yeah. We rarely are. No. Thank you for calling Tim Horton. Yeah.
Oh, is is uh, Carmen there this morning? She is not. Oh no! That's okay. You can still help us, Marley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're we're a couple of dummies from uh, Halifax. We talked to Carmen on Friday because we were sure. We were so positively sure that your conveyor belt was an April Fool's joke. No, it's not. <laughs> How has it been going? Have people been enjoying this automated drive-through technology? It is. It's going very well, yes. Definitely not an April Fool's joke. It's going um, fairly well on our end here. We have it open um, every day. What do you, how do you put, get the order out to the other lane for like, what do you do to get it over there? Uh, we have a team member load up the conveyor. Once you place your order at the speaker there, you drive right around. Um, we have a team member inside who prepares the order and puts it on a tray, and it goes right out onto a conveyor up over that first lane of drive through and down to your vehicle in the second lane. I just imagine coffee's tipping over. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was our fear first at first, too, but they don't. They stand up nice and uh, they stand up very well. Nice and proud. And does it, <laughs> does it uh, require as much maintenance as a McDonald's ice cream machine? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. So it stays open, stays running. That's good news. Yes. Yes. Wow, Thanks, okay. Thanks, Marley. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, bye. Now boarding flight 1035. Tammy, you want to see Eric Church in Toronto? I do. For free? I would love to. Would what? you like to stay in Toronto at a hotel, perhaps? That would be awesome. Well, it's Canada Day weekend. They're going to give you a fireworks show and everything. <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome. You yes. are one step closer. You are on the wait list for flight 1035. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> are you, did we wake you up? No, I just got to work. Where How you, was the drive in? Uh, not too bad. A little snowy. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the opposite of what everyone else says. So, well, well, well. Yeah, I grew up in Northern Alberta, so I'm used to this. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> She's like, these wimps here canceling school left and right. Yeah. yeah. They might see some grass there by May. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We actually uh, have a little bit from Chris Stapleton here, who won a bunch of Grammys last night. Ooh. And may have gotten a little dig in on Eric Church. I'm a dad of five, and uh, today is my twins' birthday. They're four years old, so I, I thank you. So I think a lot about I'm thinking a lot about sacrifices. Uh, I think because I missed out on some of their birthday today. So, and everybody in this room has made some kind of a sacrifice <laughs> to be up here doing this. And I don't know what it is for everybody, but um, I, I know I know that it uh, hurts sometimes. But uh, hopefully we're all doing it so that we make the world a better place and the people that live in it will love each other and have a good time together and come together. No, I mean, that's great. Chris Stapleton won three Grammys last night. Wonderful. But it's Eric Church who canceled a show over the weekend in Texas. Yeah, he's trying to make up for it by doing a free show. He's going back. Yeah, yeah. he's going back and doing a completely free show. So people who had tickets, yes, their weekend got ruined. They got refunds, and yeah. then they exclusively get to go to this one-of-a-kind free show in September. I'm a bit of a cynic. I don't feel like that was out of the kindness of his heart. I feel like that was out of, oh, crap, I have to damage control in a huge way. Yes, he yeah. wanted to go see North Carolina play Duke in the Final Four in March Madness. And his team won, and now oh. they're in the final tonight against Kansas. Great. Everything's coming up, Eric. 
But man, I would be so angry to have a concert canceled because he wanted to go watch sports. And the fact that Chris subtly threw some shade, it makes you know that probably a lot of the singers and artists also were like, it's a bit of an inside joke now. Yeah, you, you kind of don't do that. No. But he's definitely playing in Toronto. Okay. So you can definitely keep texting Toronto for the next few minutes. Yeah, there's no basketball games going on July 2nd, so. <laughs> no, it's just Canada Day. <laughs> By the way, one other good dig that happened last night was Trevor Noah talking about Will Smith. We're going to be listening to some music. We're going to be dancing. We're going to be singing. We're going to be keeping people's names out of our mouths. And we're going to be giving out awards. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> We all know now. We all know how it started, right? To do that, there's been a terrible explosion, and all of Halifax is homeless and hungry. Can you please help, sir? How could I, Sir Donald Air, possibly help? All I have to share is this slowly turning cooked meat, this large supply of pitas, and this spoiled milk. And the donair was born. <laughs> In fact, not how it started, but I digress. <laughs> Is this how it ended? Well, it might be because uh, uh, last week it was uh, J.D. Shore, you know, the rum people, the rum lady. Yeah. Uh, she had an April Fool's joke saying she was making a Donair flavored rum. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I, I didn't think it was uh, an odd flavor, just, you know, being the best sandwich in Halifax sandwich. Wait a minute, J.D. A sandwich? Halifax's favorite sandwich? It, I don't think so. Would we call a Donair a sandwich? I don't think so. Well, maybe we would. <laughs> Here is why. I would say probably most likely uh, uh, it would be a wrap, right? Yes, it's okay. a wrap. We have had, there's at least 18 texts now classifying Donairs as either wraps or or donairs. Yes. Well, here, in fact, the Oxford Dictionary, which is who we go to for a lot of these kinds of things, is a sandwich. A wrap is a sandwich in which the filling is rolled in a soft tortilla. Now, a wrap being a sandwich is up for debate, but you'll normally see it in the sandwich sections of most restaurant menus and most government entities because there have actually been lawsuits over whether or not these things can be classified <laughs> as a sandwich. And in fact, they can. A sandwich is a single piece of bread or two pieces of bread that surrounds the filling on both the top and the bottom as it is eaten. And now bread is any grain-based dough. A tortilla is a, th a round, thin, flat bread. Therefore, it's a sandwich. But it's not top and bottom, it's around. Yes, exactly. Surrounding <laughs> it. Like you might see with a, a hot dog, a hot dog is also, in fact, a sandwich. Wrong. No, it's not. Uh, uh, according to the justice system, it is. Oh, and it's in a class of, don't it, it's a class of its own. <laughs> now, Christy, Christy, Maggie tried to say the same thing. A wrap isn't a sandwich. Sandwiches contain some type of raised bread. She's correct. To which Liam Scanlon said, the KFC Double Down is a sandwich consisting of bacon, cheese, and sauce between two pieces of chicken. No, it's not. It's still Wrong. a sandwich. No, I think not. we all need to open our minds <laughs> to what a sandwich is, is. Rhonda Barb had said uh, a sub is not a sandwich, but a sub is a sandwich. Yes, Subway is. employees are called sandwich artists. Well, that's debatable, but <laughs> it is definitely a sandwich. And it's bread cut into two pieces. They make wraps there too. The sandwich artists. Yes, and they call them wraps not sandwiches. But it's under the umbrella of a sandwich, and as is a donair by all the definitions that I have already made. <laughs> Lori calls it a gift from God. Luke calls it 
Nova Scotia poutine. <laughs> and Scott McNutt says, it's not a sandwich, it is a laxative. <laughs> And we've had so many stories of people sneaking out of their house. Everybody has a sneaking out story. We are like the whole show on Friday was just inundated with stories. Yes. Uh, Haley was the one who called us and said, you know what? Her motto, the motto we all need to live by, the motto we're all living by, whether we like it or not, is strict parents make for sneaky kids. And it's true. Christy really wanted to share her story. She got in just at the end of the show on Friday and we thought, man, you know, Christy, we got to get you back and we need to hear the story now. So how how did you sneak out? What happened with you, Christy? So I was probably about 16 or 17, and I was dating a guy who was just a little bit older than me, and I was supposed to be at dance class. <laughs> so he picked me up from my house, and the um, deal was that he'd drop me off at dance class, and then my dad would pick me up afterwards because I wasn't driving yet. Um, but we decided that dance class wasn't as exciting as going parking. <gasps> going parking. I know what that means. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're making out. Oh. At least. So. Wait a minute. Were you parking in a big green tractor or, or is this just real, like just innocent parking? Who is checking who for ticks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will you stay in the car? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would assume you were staying in the car. <laughs> you stayed in the car. <laughs> anyway, we find this, like, old farm road, and we pulled this car. It was, like, an old intrepid car um, that everybody had at the time. And we pulled this car in, and because the ruts on either side of the car were made by tractors, the car literally got stuck on the rut so the bottom of the car was resting so we were obviously in a panic it was his parents car um we couldn't get it to move um dance class is over by this (laughs) point my dad's wondering where i am it's before everyone has cell phones yeah um it was like a debacle so we ended up having to call a tow truck and then i had to try to explain to my parents where i was oh my and god it was just, yeah it was great i wonder how many tow truck uh, operators have pulled uh, intrepids <laughs> cavaliers and sunfires out of fields <laughs> also i wonder what could have happened with your dance career had you just <laughs> gone to the class instead i know i know absolutely i could have been a world class dancer right now <laughs> yeah so my uh, my advice to all these young children nowadays is do not go parking in a farmer's field. (laughs) Or just, you know, don't go parking full stop. Oh, no. You can't take all the fun out of being a teenager. (laughs) Come on. That's why you get the intrepid in the first place. (laughs) And if everyone who is in the position of texting us earlier this hour, by the way, uh, what were you texting? You were texting Toronto, Toronto, because you want to see Eric Church for free in Toronto. Well, well, well. Now boarding flight one zero three five. Good news, Leanne. Yes. Surprise, surprise. Yay! <laughs> you can be on flight one zero three five. I'd love to be on flight one zero three five. Head to Toronto. We would love to be on that flight, too. Yes. Can we come with you? (laughs) Can we be your plus ones if you win? Sure. I'd have to take one in a seat and one in my bag, but I'd take both of you. No problem. (laughs) Melody's very short. (laughs) I am very compatible. (laughs) The time is now. Live your life again.
I am boarding a plane and getting out of here. Flight 1035 is taking off again to experience Eric Church's Gather Again Tour. Saturday, July 2nd in Toronto. Happy Canada Day Boxing Day. For free, just text us. Text back the keywords you hear weekdays, and your summer could get a whole lot hotter. Oh, oh my God, we are so excited. We need this so bad. With Hot Country 1035. There are bobcats fighting in our city. <laughs> What? It is true. We have heard from Jasmine, bobcats fighting near Quinpool Road. I, I, are you, no. Jasmine says, I woke up to the weirdest sound at 3 a.m. There were bobcats in the street fighting near Quinpool Road. Has anyone else spotted any lately? It is so strange. Two of them were attacking the third in the middle of the empty street at 3 a.m. So I slammed my front door. They took off, and the one being attacked got away down the street. They were so very fast. Are you sure it was a bobcat and not a raccoon? Jasmine says she's sure. How? She's absolutely... I don't know. I would don't you know. see like, a bobcat and be like, well, that's a bobcat? I would not instantly recognize a bobcat. Bobcats. No. <laughs> Like, I've never in my life seen a bobcat. I would not know a bobcat, other than the fact that it's probably, I think, larger than your average cat. Yeah, what if it's a what if it's a lynx or a a puma? (gasps) Uh, Or if you're downtown, it could be a cougar. Okay, okay. You and everyone else had to make that (laughs) joke because we did post this on Facebook. We want to know what wild wildlife have you seen uh, in and around your home. And some of these things are terrifying because, for a fact, there are bears in the city, too, by the way. Yes, there's definitely bears. And definitely bears in campsites, which we know. Rhonda said, a bear hunted my six-year-old son. Hunted? Hunted. And his friends at a campsite. It came out into a clearing, but then an adult saw and yelled at it, so the bear went back into the bush, circled around, came back in the clearing again, charged this time. So the adults had to put themselves between the bear and the kids, and uh, they ended up calling the the wildlife conservation people. Turned out it was a tagged, troublesome bear that had been relocated more than once. Wow. It's a troubled bear. Yeah, of course. Can't find a good home. Scott Peters said, in the city, I was in the backyard cutting down a tree, and then I watched on the news that night, uh, and the news crew had followed a bear down my street, and I saw a glimpse in the footage of me cutting the tree as the bear ran through my front yard. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even know. He could have come face to face with a bear. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. You can be like that and not even know. It's like you you see the the drone footage of people at beaches, and there's a shark swimming, and (laughs) And nobody knows. There's a lot of instances with raccoons. I had four baby raccoons at my back door. I had a raccoon on my second story back deck every night for a week and had to have it trapped and relocated. I love raccoons. I see raccoons all the time. And we have deer. We have lots well, of, of deer behind deer. the house. Yeah, but I want like the the wild wildlife that you're not expecting to see in the city, like the bears and the bobcats. Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.